Herald of Steel beckons. War on the horizon. Chaos reigns supreme. But who will save us? Beckons of the Herald of Steel is a 5th edition homebrew campaign. It is a high fantasy and old school flavored campaign run by me, the young Rognard, and my friends. Let's meet those friends now. I am Anthony Santiago, and I'm playing Norhill Hammerstone, Dwarven Fighter. I'm Jared, and I'll be playing Jarzak, the Orc Warlock. I'm Ryan, and I'm going to be playing Klika, the Goblin Sorcerer. I'm Veronica. I'll be playing Anton, the Human Cleric. While many prophecies are written, our story has yet to be completed. Follow us into adventure. Welcome back to the podcast. It is I, Gorgonar the Young, the Young Gorgonar, kicking it to live another episode of the Packets of the Herald of Steel campaign with the adventure, the Kings, and the quest, Gora Gareth. In the last episode, we did a lot of thinking. We saw a lot of things, and our flying boat did a lot of flying boat stuff. Uh, we noticed the spooky spire has officially hit ultra spooky mode as uh, Anton has relayed the information that perhaps this is a reflection of some massive homing beacon on the lane of immortals. And thus there might be some sort of spooky end of times thing going on here, but we don't want to think about that right now. Instead, we want to think about all that sweet RPing we did where we decided Jarzak's a changed man, but he's a man who might have to die for this cause. And as the party have decided to go to Blood Throne over there in Gorgareth to confront Jarzak's brother, potentially saving the people, then visiting the dragon to melt into the mold. Uh, the party are given a rude awakening as a couple of giant screeching metallic birds seem to be tailing this flying ship. And all of a sudden, the idea of traveling by flying boat seems a, a lot more of a stupid idea all of a sudden. Um, so yeah, we basically start at the point that these, uh, giant birds are flying pretty far behind the ships, giving us enough time to don armor, prep spells and all that funky business. So I guess my question is, what would everybody like to do? Uh, what's the range on the ballistas? Um, I don't know, I guess 120 feet comfortably just because the bolts are heavy on them. But each one only comes loaded with one single individual um, bolt. All the other uh, stuff is down below deck. Yeah, and, and Norhill is going to employ a couple of the uh, crewmen to keep uh, one of the ballistas loaded so that he can man it and shoot. How far away are they again? They're quite a ways away at this point. If you want to wait until they get closer, you can tell me which range you're looking for. But at this point, they're far enough away that Norhill's able to give plans and put armor on as well as everybody else. So I was just going to try to blast them with a fireball because I'd rather not do that close. I'd rather be able to make that a little bit farther away if I can. Yeah, I don't think anybody wants you doing that up close. So. I figure once they get within range. What's the range on the fireball? That's 150 feet. Nice. Okay. 
Um, did anybody else want to prepare any actions? Yeah, I'm gonna cast uh, the armor of Agathis on myself. Okay. What about Kleeka? Is she doing any preparations? Guessing her ask goodbye or anything? Would that be a dex check? Um, yeah, Klika will wait until they get within fireball range to start casting all her buffy spells and stuff. She doesn't want to pop off too soon. Jarzak gonna prep for when they get uh in 120 feet to cast another spell. Okay. And so as they continue to get closer and closer, their immense size is becoming much more a reality. And I guess the more terrifying part is the screeching noise of the metal plates that make up their wings and their torsos rubbing up and against one another rustily is letting out like an ear piercing, like, like butt clenching screeching noise that just really drills to your soul. And the fact that you can hear it from this distance goes to show that when they get close, it's going to be nightmarishly painful for all. But every once in a while, you hear like this like bellowing screech that they let out. And again, if the sound of them clanking was enough to cut through you, this screech is enough to like level a person with a dizzying migraine. So it doesn't, doesn't seem good, right? But at this point, if nobody else has any other preparations, we can just roll for initiative. I think Kalika would probably like to move somewhere on the ship and try and get everyone else to move somewhere on the ship where we're not next to any of the stuff that's actually keeping us in the air or letting us move. Well, Um, for what it's worth, all the stuff below deck is keeping it floating up. If it comes low to the ground, the big giant floating uh, uh, billowing bundles on the left and on the right are flying up with ropes connected to the railings. So it's, it's looking like if one of these giant birds were to come clipping down the line we may have a sideways flying ship for a while and that's not good um but the the kind of chains and ropes they have holding this thing up they weren't silly about it you know what i mean like these things are hefty construction so these birds would have to be focused trying to rip these things off but that would assume somebody gave them directions but yeah, and at this point, the crew go below deck. Not a single person wants to be anywhere near any of this. And I imagine you guys don't want anybody up on deck apart from Norhill having directed those foolish, fearful gnomes <laughs> to continue a stream of uh, crossbow bolts to you. Yeah, uh, can, I, can I get um, uh, a prepared action to fire immediately as soon as they're within range of the ballista? And because yours is technically a ranged weapon and not a spell, you actually get that whole, um, what was it, times three or times five for the ranged weapons for the maximum distance? Isn't it times five? The maximum I th- distance? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? How they do that with ranged weapons? It's like 80, 320 and stuff like that. We'll say it's times four. So you can shoot when they're about 500 feet away. Uh, it's at yeah, disadvantage. So. Okay, yeah, so... Yeah, I figured yeah, 120 feet was the maximum distance. So, yeah. Uh, do, you, do you want the initiative roll first? or? Yeah, we might as well get our initiatives out of the way. I got a 25. Uh, Norhill got a nice even 10. Thank you. 
13 for Jarsak. I think you got a six. Got a nat one on that initiative. All right, what did Anton get? One second. It's, it's... Seventeen. And this seventeen. Okay. Um, and I guess the question now um, of what Ock and Yakalith are going to do comes up because they uh, kick with us too. Did they come along? Am I just imagining this? They didn't stay behind, did they? I don't think so. I think the whole crew came. Uh, didn't yeah, Starbreeze I... Star stayed? And... Yeah, Starbreeze, Caracol, and Margase. Yeah, Caracol. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... yeah, they can also mantle a stay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. They'll all just hop on the ballast. I mean, on the uh, on the crossbows here and just start firing off at them when they get close. So, all right. So I guess on the four corners here, even though kick the click is not really adept with firing these kinds of ranged attacks, he does so anyway, as I mentioned, he's been directed, but okay. And then we'll throw them in at the uh, initiative five. Jarzak will yell the kick, kick, help them load. Until help one of them load, reload. Okay. So between him and actually, if he's the one loading, then the gnomes don't have to help out. Him with his multiple arms, he's able to grab many and help out everybody on deck. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. The gnomes should all take <laughs> yeah. Okay, so with yeah. that the party frowned all over the place like a bunch of ants covering a bit of food here, and they just start scurrying about, loading up the ballistas and loading up all these crossbows up here, getting into the right positions, getting prepared to fire off fireballs and all that. So again, like I said before, our friends, the uh, birdie birds are coming flying up on the back deck here. And once they get within uh, about 500 foot range, yeah, I guess Norhill would be able to fire in at them or at least at one of them. And the damage on one of these things is going to be 2d6. Okay, uh, so that was with disadvantage, right? Yep. Uh, that's going to be a 16 to hit. Okay. Uh, 16 is not good. Okay. Uh, Norhill calls for reload. And with that, the uh, birds continue moving in at maximum speed. And again, because the only one who's really within the ability to fire at these things would be anybody in the crossbow crew. So as everybody else is preparing spells and getting ready, um, Yig, Kalith, and Ox start firing in their crossbows. And we got a couple fumbles. So also they just keep firing in on the two birds here. We'll say one of the birds is a darker, our darker metal than the other one. Okay. So we'll say there's a light one and a dark one. Um, so we get another two rounds of firing in before we have to actually worry about the uh, spells going up for the ranged attack. So Yig, Kalith, and Ox firing another two times. Neither of them hit. Yeah, that is not good. I rolled a lot of really, really low numbers. Yeah, so as the uh, uh, no, Norhill also misses the next couple of rounds. Okay, so as you guys are firing off, the rest of the party seeing this, prepping spells and getting ready to fire them off, you guys can tell that none of these bolts are coming close, and these birds are ducking, swooping, and rolling past them. So who had the high range on this one? I think it was Anton, right? 160, was it, for the fireball? Uh, or was it 120. <laughs> Okay. I think 
Yeah, um, we're all at like 120. Okay. What's what's Clinka doing? Oh, Fireball's 150. Sorry. Neat. Clinka's uh, going to cast Mirror Image. And then Shadow Blade next round. Jarzak would move to the back of the ship to get as close as possible to them. I imagine, yeah, Anton and Jarzak would both be back there getting ready. Okay. Yeah, Clinka will so... definitely be in that position as well. Okay. So once we breach the 150 and 120, you can tell that at this point, the two birds are in like a death spiral towards the ship and are just like came into a full cluster. You know how like birds of prey will do that where they just like dive bomb? Yeah, these things look like they're coming ready to collide into something and pick something up. So as they come hurtling towards you guys, you can let off your spell effects now for that 120, 150 range. So it's a dexterity saving throw for the birds. For the Um, fireball, yeah. What's the explosion radius? 20 feet? Uh, Yeah. Okay. So we'll say the birds are flying close together for this point, and then they're going to kind of separate. So dexterity saving throw for our friends. Holy crap. I got a crit and a 24. Oh, yeah, they passed, but they still get half damage. That they do. Roll it. So 32 divided by 2. 16. That's a little fucking okay. lame. Stupid bird. I mean, they are quick. They are dodging the shit out of this. What's Jarzak got? Are you doing Eldritch Blast? Yep. Oh, no. Are you doing that thing? Uh, 25 and the 17. No, I, I was going to, and then I'm like, uh, no thanks. The you might want to. I Do these things have nightmares? I mean, they're sentient beings. No, I'm good. I okay. only have one spell slot left. Like, and it's one that if I it doesn't, if they pass the save, it does nothing. So what did um, we get? A 25 and a 17 to hit. Okay, the 25 hits. Okay, uh, seven damage on the 10 one. Okay. I imagine the other one's like a copper. The, yeah, the rusty is just that the spells go off. Can Norhill move? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Norhill's Where are you going to move to? Uh, Norhill's going to double move to there. Where? To the back of the boat? Yeah, sorry. I, I, for, I forget that people can't see what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, it's great. Yeah, the, the, Norhill this. moves from where he was on one of the ballistas on the main deck uh, to the upper deck. Very well. So, um, okay. And I think that actually puts us to the point where the birds have uh, just about reached um, contact with the ship. One of them loops to the side and one of them stays close to the back. So the one that comes up close to make contact stops short. And I'm going to need everybody within 120 feet of this iron beast here, this rusty hawk, uh, to make a constitution saving throw. So that would be everybody. 
All right, I rolled above a 10 for my first roll today. <laughs> Very good. Cleo got a 24. Excellent. Uh, Norhill got a 22. Okay. I was just trying to triple check. I don't think Warcast will have any effect on this. I don't think so. Jarzak got a seven. Okay. So Jarzak and Yig Caliph below deck, or at least over by one of the crossbows here, as this screeching tone comes in, this like, how do I say it? It's like penetrative screeching. It is just this like hyper, like pitched tone that comes at you so loud and so hard that it just, it shakes your brain. And Jarzak is stunned for his next turn. And Yigkalath is also stunned. Like basically having this disoriented moment where you can barely focus on anything and keep yourself up. But yeah. And then the other one pulls over to the side and starts slashing in at uh, Auk. And with that... We get one snap of the beak. Auk is hit. Two wing attacks come in as it starts berating him with its wings. And Auk is hit for H and every single one of these attacks. Well, you know, it's not a good day when you kill a character that people like. Auk gets bit with one of these giant beaks and smashed with both of these giant steel wings and he is thrown to the ground painfully and he looks savagely bloodied already and he yells out in agony begging for help. Anthem is on the way! <laughs> Here comes the heel bot. Yep. Okay. So at this point, the lighter of the two of them has moved to the side of the uh, main deck and the other one, the darker one, is just before Norhill, Darzak, Anton, and the gang on the back. So now that we're in official initiative order, uh, it's Anton as second. Anton's gonna head towards Auk, and I'm trying to see what my spells would be best right now. I think I'll just do um if he's not really looking that good, I'll do a, a cure wounds. I don't know if he's got the distance to get there. Um oh. oh god. Where where is he on the map? He's on the side deck. He's he's quite a distance from you. I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, he's at least 60 feet away from you. So you can double move to be in base contact with them if you'd like. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Okay. So with a hop, skip, a run, and a leap, you run to the side deck to get over next to him, where this massive metallic bird has snuck between two of the chains holding the inflatable up and is on deck, like, pecking at him like it's going to just rip him to shreds. These do not look like the kind of beasts that once somebody is down will leave them be. They look like they might have had a mission to capture and destroy rather than just like knock it dead and move on these things are looking like they're tearing bitches apart and throwing them off the deck so what uh anton just said awesome i just said awesome anton did not say you said that but i I thought you said croissant you're like my baguette 
my war baguette. Um, so with that, uh, yeah. So I suppose now we go to Jarzak as next in initiative with a hot 13. Uh, flying's maybe not for me, guys. I'm stunned, remember? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> Oops. So I guess now it goes to Norhill. You know what? No, I go to my friends and I cast. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> so with that, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we go to, to Norhill. So um, Norhill is on the back of the charge up towards the uh, darker color one, it looks like. Yep. And it's it's latched its big taloned claws onto the back railing of the boat. It's claws literally digging into the boards and like getting a good grip as if it could like fly up and tilt the boat itself. So it's latched itself in here and it's ready to start pecking and smacking. And he's going to come in and try to give it a good smack with the hook side of the hook hammer. All right. Good luck. Uh, 21 to hit. That's good. Yep. And uh, well, I'll go get that later. The, the dice just uh, decided to fly all the way across the room, and he's going to spend a superiority die to make it a goading attack. Oh, wretch you blow a fried children's toy. Let's see what you're made of. That was good. Uh, so that's uh, going to be like... 18 points of uh, lightning and piercing damage, and it needs to make a DC 15 wisdom save. All right. I got a nine. So this thing looks like it looks down at you with beady, penetrating eyes, and it starts getting ready to start walloping you. Yep. Uh, so it has disadvantage to attack anyone but me, and I'm going to take my second attack against it. Um, but I don't think a 15 is going to hit. Nope. Okay. Is that it for your turn? Uh, that is it for my turn. All right, Klika, you're up. Oh, boy. Okay. So are you on the back deck as well? Yeah. All right. Rock and roll. Get the quick bonus action shadow blade. And then I will attack it with a booming blade shadow blade combo. Okay. Not that this thing's got mobility on its side. Uh, does a 20 hit. Does a 20 hit? It does. Wow, almost minimum damage. That's 11 damage. Uh, you know, these last two episodes really haven't been that great yeah, for you. Of lightning and psychic damage. Or thunder cool. and psychic damage. And both of them seem to affect it fine. Great. Um, okay, and neither of these things, after taking the damage from all these attacks, neither of them look to be all that affected by any of it. Um, and now, if that's the end of your turn... Uh, Auk, who's on the ground, uh, tries to scramble away from this thing and uh, only no, jumps up. Click is going to move towards where the second one is. Cool. You're going to walk out of a threatened space? Yeah. All right. It's going to peck at you. Oh, this has disadvantage. I don't even need to use an ability for that. Well, I got a two and a three, so it didn't really help that much. Two and a three before modifiers, that is. Click is dead. Good. That's, that's it. 
Nice knowing you. So you make it about halfway between the two groups here. Yeah. So Ark props himself back up and seeing the bird clinging on him and seeing Anton has run over, Ark sort of reevaluates his decision to run away and he picks up one of the uh, ballista bolts and tries stabbing the thing with it as a sort of makeshift short spear. And he just starts grunting and stabbing and it tings off of the metal um, the first time. And then he reaches in as a thing kind of cackles at him in that birdly way that it does. And he stabs it and gets it in the mouth. Um, not very effectively, mind you, but enough to do a little bit of damage. And Yigkalath turns off of the uh, off of the post there and starts whipping a series of daggers in the direction of that one. Yigkalath is stunned. Wood. Hmm? Yeah, I think Yigkalath is still stunned, right? Yeah. Oh, that's true, because that was Jarzak's turn. So yeah, she just sits there going... So with that, um, yeah, okay. And that's the end for the ballast around then. And now it goes to the birds, and here's the very unfortunate part. Uh, our bird on the side who didn't yet screech now screeches in at uh, screeches in at Anton uh, Auk actually everybody who's in within uh, 120 feet so everybody roll me another constitution saving throw what about kick the click is he not on deck no he's downstairs scrambling for more bolts and coming back yeah, up sure. uh, Norhill crit his constitution saving throw for a total of 27 Clicker got a 16. Jarzak got a 6. Oh, <laughs> this is going to be a good combat for Jarzak. Opening the wrong window. Ronnie, what'd you get? She's trying to figure it out. Fair enough. Well, for so what it's I worth... I have to reload my page. It's all frozen. Yeah, look good. So for what it's worth, looking at the birds here, the screeching seems to deflate them a bit as if like, I don't want to say like they're kind of like a big bagpipe sort of bladder full of air. But now that they've let that screech out, they need to recharge for quite a while. So it seems like the thing they just did is not something that they're going to be able to do much. And this seems to be like a quick move to disorient and then, I don't know, do that spooky bird thing where they just drop things from very up high, like those poor little turtles. Oh, no. So tell me, so is Dan, Anton taking it? Can you repeat the roll one time? I'm sorry. Constitution save and throw. Yep, got it. Come on. Oh, nine. So as Anton runs over to help um, Auk off the ground, uh, both Auk and Anton are completely beholden to the screech. Actually, I wonder if Yikalith is also... Nope, Yikalith snaps out of it. Um, so yeah, so it seems like Jarzak, Ock, and Anton are all disoriented by the screech, whereas everybody else is hammered through it. So yeah, um, so there's that bird's turn for the screechy noise. Um, and now the other bird on the back of the deck that's still there with Jarzak and Norhill, um, it's going to attack in on Jarzak. I mean, because you're stunned, that's not actually going to do anything to, um, Impact your armor class. Oh no, I do get advantage. So it tries to peck in at you with its beak. At you have disadvantage because Norhill, right? Oh, true. So it cancels out. Yeah, let me double check the duration on my. Oh, that's a good question. I mean, it hasn't I'll just, I'll even move... back to your turn yet. 
Yeah, I was going to say, I'll rule that it works no matter what. But I did get, on the second time I rolled it, I did get a, a lower result, but it still works. So um, um, it pecks in at you with its deadly Norville beak. is going to use his reaction and a use of warding maneuver uh, to give Jarzak a plus four to his armor class. Does it still hit? Jarzak, what, what was your armor class? That'll be a uh, 21. That actually works. So you managed to block it. Yeah. So with that, Norhill leaps to the side and blocks it with his shield in the way, noticing Jarzak is in full stun mode. Damn. Talk about Norhill pulling clutch on that defense. I was about to drop some damage. So with that, realizing you had blocked its quarry there, it starts berating you with its deadly wings. So Norhill, uh, you get hit by the two attacks. Um, and one of those is a miss. The other one is a crit. I uh, know it's not. Norhill is wearing the army, the armor of the hall. It's a normal hit. So that does that mean it doesn't do any crits whatsoever? Uh, it just it turns critical hits into normal hits. Damn. Okay. So yeah, as it berates you with something <laughs> that would normally cut your head off, it instead locks into the chain link between your helmet and your your uh, shoulder pads there. And it does not indeed clip your head off. Um, but instead, um, I do deal uh, da, 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 12 points of damage as it slices in with Deadly Fury. Is it mundane damage? Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and that is before my reduction for Heavy Armor Master, right? So, um, and then after that, now it goes to Anton, who is stunned on the deck. So, is there anything you wanted to utter under your breath now that you're stunned? Anton? I'm trying to think of what it might be. It's tough because it's close. What'd you say? It's just tough because it's close on the boat, you know, and all my spells are, majority of my spells are fire based. Well, you're stunned to begin with. I was just asking if there's something you wanted to say under your breath since you're stunned so you can say something but not do anything. I think he wants, I think he's going to prepare to like get a shield on Auk. Okay, so. Give a little buffer. Okay. Um, and now it goes to Jarzak, who's also stunned, hopefully not for much longer. And then we go to Norhill's turn. Right, uh, Norhill is going to swing in again at the big birdie. Okay. Uh, 23 to hit. Okay, that's good. And this is going to make another goading attack, so a DC 15 will save. Okay. You said will save? Yes, I did. <laughs> See, I'm not the only one who does it, you bitches. Uh, and I failed on that. All right, uh, so it's going to have disadvantage and take 22 points of piercing and lightning damage. Okay. And second attack. And it's starting uh, to uh, look like Norhill's bashing has actually taken off a few of these metal plates. And this bird's strange, rusty, bony figure underneath is starting to come through. So it looks like Norhill's already bashed this thing and buried it down quite a bit. Uh, however, I'm going to roll two on the die for my second attack, so that is almost certainly going to miss. You're too freaked out by looking at the underside of it, and you're like, um, What if okay. a bird? Uh, and now it goes to Klika, 
Okay, Ark is, is stunned. Yep. Alright. As well as the Encalus. Yeah, Kuku will continue to close the distance, get next to Ark, put her hand on him, and then Dimension Door down, I guess, to the bottom of the steps that lead below deck with Ark. Cool. Because Ark doesn't look great. No, he sure does, and he looks rather bloodied. Okay, so you just pop out of there, and Anton, in a delirious state, sees this, sees him disappear, and stands there with the bird foreboding over him. And then Klinko will use the rest of her movement to get to the top. Uh, actually, Klinko will have, excuse me, spent two sorcery points, bonus action that, so that she can dash and end up next to... Uh, Pretty much where Auk was on deck okay. with Anton. You got some Sonic the Hedgehog vibes going on right now. Yeah, and that'll be the end of Klika's turn. All right, so the old switcheroo in the blink of an eye. Anton, as he starts to come back to, notices Auk has turned into Klika, and Auk is nowhere to be seen. Um, but, <laughs> My uh, greatest it's... trick of all. <laughs> And so with that, uh, the bird, in a bit of a furious rage on the side of the boat now, uh, begins to attack in at both Anton and at Klika. So it tries to peck in at Anton with advantage because they're still technically stunned. Um, what's your armor class? Schmanton? Sorry. What's your AC? It is 16 right now. Oh, no. Okay, Uh, so I hit, and you take eight points of damage as the thing pecks in at you with its giant beak. Um, And it swings in with both of its wings, trying to berate Klika for taking the spot. So both wings come in, and uh, what's your armor class, Klika? So on the first hit, um, it's going to go for one of my mirror images. So they have an AC of 15. Well, I hit I, I hit it at 15. Okay, so then it just disappears. And the second hit is also going to go after one of my mirror images. And was that still 15? Yeah. Oh, I hit another one. Okay. So it just starts whiffing at all the illusory clicas that are standing there. Each time so, I imagine you go... So Anton sees <laughs> that Auk has become four clicas, and now there's only two clicas. Again, these conversion rates are really confusing to me because <laughs> I heard cool. that nine nine clicas are worth one Jarzak, but four clicas are worth <laughs> one Auk. I don't really know how the entire population of Glory Wake equals one Jarzak, but that is very strange to me. And all these numbers are scary, and I don't like them. That means if Clica could just somehow double cast uh, Mirror Image, she could be the entire population of Glory Wake. Think about it. I don't like this. <laughs> but with that in mind, that nightmare in mind, uh, the bird on the back here, recognizing Jarzak's sort of weakened state and seeing Norhill trying to protect him so much, decides against better judgment just to attack in on Jarzak solely and starts attacking with its beak and its wings. At disadvantage because go. Yep. Um, so what was your armor class? 16? 17. 
17 you said? Yep. Okay. So the first one misses. Our two wing attacks. Another miss. And the last one is indeed a hit. Uh, you got anything up your sleeve there? Reaction. Uh, the plus two to Jar's X armor class. A 19. Ooh. Okay. So that is still a hit. Uh, uh, so Jarzak so, has resistance against this damage. Oh, is that the additional part of it? Yep. So you take uh, with the resistance eight points of damage, and the bird takes twenty. Shit. Wait, what? How did it take twenty from my uh, armor? Wait, so it unleashes all twenty points? I believe so. Mm, I think it's just the damage back. I could be wrong. I mean, I will say because you had resistance, I you could argue if you want to that you take you give it back the full damage. But no, never mind. We'll just do it the resistance. So it's the eight points I said. Okay. So uh, with that, uh, it just says the creature takes the amount of cold damage as long as you have this armor. So it doesn't say it does what it does back. Because I was rereading it today, but a protective magical force surrounds you, manifesting as a spectral frost that covers you and your gear. You gain five temporary hit points. It's leveled now, so it's 20. Um, for the duration, if a creature hits you with a melee attack while well, you have these hit points, the creature takes five cold damage, which is now up to 20. So while I have it, they take 20. Oh, shit. So, yeah, it's not a reflection. Okie dokie then. Well, I yeah, yeah, I read that and I'm like, yeah, I'll just do this. We <laughs> <laughs> uh, upscaled that a little bit. Uh, but now it goes to Anton, who is standing directly next to our birdie friend with Klika adjacent. So, Klika, I mean, uh, Anton, what would you like to do? I think. Mm-hmm. How far away is it? Is like it, I'm not no. Nice contact. I don't think a burning hands will do anything to it. You could, and you're close enough that it wouldn't burn the sides of the boat either. Shoot, I'll I'll, uh, I'll try a burning hands. Has to be okay. a dex of a fifteen. Well, luckily it's a very dexy thing. I know, right? Uh, I got oh, a nineteen. Okay. Oh, damn. Okay. So, the little whispered, oh, oh damn. So many problems. Five points. And that's cut in half? Yeah, that's cut in half. Very well. So the thing looks down at you, superheated by the, uh, the fire there, and it looks like it's going to start snapping at the chains just out of insult. Um... Okay. Did you have anything else you were going to do? Like move or anything? Uh, I don't think... Yeah, I can't really use my... Can't really use my bonus action. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I can really do much else. Did you want to stay there or did you want to move? I don't think moving will, will moving provoke an attack of opportunity because I'm in base contact. It will. Then I'm not gonna. Okay. 
Fair enough. So now it goes to Jarzak. Oh, my. They, they stopped screeching. I'm not stunned. Um, yeah, welcome to combat. Oh, God. Uh, what, what do I do? <laughs> I, can, I, can I hit them? Is that, is that a thing? Uh, <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah. Jarzak really contemplates. Like, Dave, Dave failed just... every wisdom save against uh, Norhill so far. Just say. Oh, he was could... contemplating pulling out Domero's luck. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you going to do that? <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? We're in the sky. How bad could it uh, be? And then he's like, yeah, better not. And yeah, sure, I'll cast Phantasmal Killer. I was, you know, saving the spell slot for flying in case someone got tossed, but eh, we're over water, right? Shine. <laughs> not at all. Oh, so God. with that... <laughs> So wait, are you are so are you doing the um yeah? So what's the uh, uh what's the saving wisdom throw? saving throw? Six. This will be the one I. This will be the one I get though. Yeah. Yeah, I got a twelve. Oh my god! Oh my god! There it is, boys. This is it, fellas. Uh, that's twenty nine damage. Okay. And it's frightened. It's actually enough to kill it. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Nice. Oh, you should just attack it regular. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that was enough to kill it flat out. So I'm like, for what it's worth. And who knows what it could have done in another round. George, I scared it to death. Yeah, the fact that it keeps going is crazy. So strong if you have something that's not wise. So wait, so what did the kill look like? Uh, Jarzak just reached out his gauntlet and then slid it off and just the bone hand had like a just like a purple mist come out of it towards the uh, the bird and the bird just starts flipping out and yeah, just falls. Very well. So it, it will say it starts scrambling and as it loses its footing, it like sort of bangs its head on the way down and in a torturous guided path downward, it lands with a cartoonish thump in a little mushroom cloud of dust as it f- hurtles towards the earth. Very good. That's that's great. Love that. Looks so like the, that one's not, so, not useless. You're like, hey, <laughs> it worked. <laughs> well, uh, were you going to do anything else in your turn? Uh, sure. I'll move towards the other one. Okay. So you get what? One movement speed towards it? I guess and you can uh, the stairs. Like a, bo- oh, bonus yeah. action move too. Oh, true. Okay. So you're basically going to be in base contact too? Yep. That's fine. Cool. So you dart down below to the main deck and you get into base contact adjacent with Anton and ready to rock. So now it goes to Norhill if your turn is up. Yep. Yeah, it looks like it is. Uh, Norhill is... Let me just check what kind of action it is. 
uh, free action. Uh, Norhill is going to proclaim, uh, what was it? Uh, For glory I march. And then start just booking it uh, across the deck. Just speedy um, boots, just go hustling by. Let's see, I'm pretty sure that I can only get that far, though, on 50 feet. Um, Norhill will double move to stand right next to Anton. Sure, sure. Okay, cool. And uh, now it goes to Klika. Okay, Klika will make some attacks. Check out. 27 hit. What? Does a 27 hit? No. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, 16 damage. I'm going to use Fury the small, so a total of 24. That kind of escalated. Yeah. And then I will bonus action, quicken spell, attack again. Does a 19 hit? It does not. That's fucked up. I think we found its armor class. I was going to say, I think we found the armor class. Well, I'm glad I used Fury of Small in the first attack. And that'll be it for Klico's turn. Still rolling okay. terrible damage. So as the entire group pretty much stands in agreement fighting the bird on the side of the deck here. Uh, now, Yigkalith, finally coming back to her senses, turns one of the crossbows aimed at the uh, strange metallic bird and fires in and misses horribly as it flies directly over Anton's head, making a whoosh noise that makes you contemplate what the hell you're doing up in the air in the first place, let alone what you're doing with a dragonborn assassin, let alone what you're doing having this dragonborn assassin firing crossbows at a deadly range at your head. Uh, but with that, it goes back to our friend the bird, and our friend the bird uh, leaps up from where it was and flies back about 30 feet, uh, provoking no attacks of opportunity, and it starts to swing its wings in at you guys. Take seven few... damage from Booming Blade. All right, it falls dead. No, I'm just kidding. So with that, <laughs> it starts flopping its wings at you guys, and a few sharp, rusty slabs of metal come flying out like missiles. Um, as far as the targets go, I imagine one of them is going to be Klika, just because Klika's doing the Klika thing. I got a crit. Oh, fuck. I can go to Klika. That's fine. I won't I won't take that from her. Hell yeah, hits my uh, clone. <laughs> Smell you later, nerd. One Klika standing. <laughs> She is not the weakest this. link. And with that, okay. Uh, another one of these uh, come flying in. Um, let's see. I'm going to give one to two to Norhill, three to four to Jarzak, five to six to Anton. This is an Anton missile. So it comes okay. flying in at full speed. Is it an attack roll? Nice. It is. Uh, it's going to have disadvantage. Why? Uh, Norhill is using the protection fighting style ability. Uh, to um, spend his reaction and give disadvantage. Uh, the ally take. only has to be within five feet. The attacker doesn't. So what's the uh, what's Anton's armor class? Anton's armor class is 16. Ooh, okay. All right, so I still hit. That was very close. I got exactly 16, and I was like, if I roll any lower. But yeah, so with that, a, a giant piece of metal comes flying off, and it 
cleaves Anton in the chest, dealing. Holy cow. 23 points of piercing damage. Or I guess slashing. Yeah, slashing seems like that's the more fitting. Great. Okay. And it's flown back about 30 feet or so and seems to be screeching it at you guys. And with that, it flies back in and starts flying towards the chains near the big floaty thing like it's going to start trying to gouge and tear at it. So... Anton, what would you like to do? So with my... I'm just curious. Is it a fire spell? Oh, I'm wondering if any of them are a little more accurate than others. Like if it's like more of a beam and less of like a... Like sacred flame. Yeah, I mean, Scorching Ray, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure yeah, it's like less... attack, Anton would have disadvantage standing right next to the bird. Well, it's flying overhead. Don't oh, forget. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you actually have some decent range on it now. Yeah, I can um I can do scorching ray, I think. I think it'll be wise. Cook that chicken. Cook that chicken. Okay, it's got a oh it's the info for scorching ray. Come on, Anton. Roll high numbers. You got this. Ranged attack. Okay, one second. Cook that chicken. I can only say cook that chicken so many times before I feel like I'm being mean. I don't imagine there's any time in life where you should yell cook that chicken the at a chicken. The first one's a 22. That's a hit. Okay, one second. For some reason, roll 20 is just not being nice to me today. Second one is a 23. Okay, that's two hits. And the third one is a 15. Okay, so the third one goes veering off and hits the inflatable and the plane starts going down. No, so with that, the two of them, what is that, 46 damage? Uh, yeah, let me roll the, that's 10 plus three. God damn, okay, 13 damage. Oh, fucking idiot. <laughs> So with that, you shoot a couple laser beams up at it, and the thing screeches in agony and doubles down its efforts to tearing apart the bag here. So uh, is that the end of your turn? Did you want to move or anything? I don't think there's any point in moving right now. No. Is anyone near me, like, bleeding? Like, gonna, like, die? Is anybody bloodied? Mm. I'm bloodied, but is anyone else bloodied? Okay, it's just me. All right. I think Drazak had the armor. Klika had fake Klikas. Norhill's just say. tanky. So, yeah. <laughs> well, Anton. Anton just got bitch slapped by the bird a couple times. Oh. I mean, Ock did too. Oh, but Ock's yeah, that's it. That's it for Anton. Roger. So now it goes to Drazak. What you got? Okay, birds how far? 10 feet? Or it's so? about 30 feet overhead. About 30 feet. You want to yell at it to get down here? Yeah. Yeah. 
That's what I'll do. I'll yell at it. That'll work. No, I'll just blast. Okay. Uh, 23 to hit. There's good. Two damage. And the other one misses. I was going to say. Jarzak's going to be like, well, I mean, I got the other one. You guys got this, and he'll take a few steps back. Okay. <laughs> Very well. Uh, now it goes to Norhill. Uh, it's uh, the bird is 30 feet above. Yep. Um, if I throw the shark tooth axe, it comes back, right? Yeah, sure does. Okay, uh, so uh, Norhill's going to throw the shark tooth axe at it with disadvantage. You gotta be careful. There's also zombie sharks falling away from you in the air. Oh it's God. just the ghosts and sharks. Um, I do not hit. That sounded very disappointing. Jesus. I am disappointed. Um, I don't, I don't get okay. to try again, do I? I mean, I don't think it comes back in, in the same turn. Did you have another ranged attack or anything? No. You can I mean, pick up one of the it, not that I could draw and use in time. You could pick up one of the spears on the ground by the crossbow and throw it in the air. Sure. What's the range on those? Enough. I'd say 20, so it'll be a disadvantage. Yeah, it's the uh, same, same as the axe. Come on, you got it. Uh nope. Uh 14. On I, I rolled two sevens. It comes flying right back down towards you guys. Um, okay, and then it goes to Kleeka next if Norhill's over. Yep. What is below the bird where it is currently flying? All, all of you. Excellent. Kleeka will bonus action dimension door up to the bird and then take a swing at it with Shadow Blade. So you're going to be standing on the giant inflatable thing? It's like that. It's like the Poke Floats level in Super Smash Bros. Melee. I mean, sure. If there's something to stand on, even better. She was just going to make the attack and fall. So, I mean, you, yeah, you can stand up on top of there, and you'll be up near the crow's nest. Excellent. Let's do that instead. Okay, so you just all of a sudden pop in front of the thing on top of the giant balloon and start swinging at it. Thank God. All right, twenty-five to hit. Actually roll decent damage. That's 24 damage. Okay, damn. Okay. Is that it? Yeah, that's my bonus action and my stuff. I don't think I need to move. I guess I will. Clicker will move back five feet out of it. I mean... On the inflatable, if you try to move five feet, you have the chance of falling off of it. I have monkey feet. The... Does oh, that shit. help? It, it, you know, it actually does. Yeah. So with her excellent monkey fets will hold tight. I told you motherfuckers this would come in handy. You know, everybody was grossed out by the monkey feet, but you know what? I still, I, I, I still don't like the monkey feet. <laughs> it's like because because it maybe it doesn't have... mean I have to like it. Very well. Um, okay, and now uh, it goes to 
uh, Yigalith, who does not have a bead on it, and runs below deck to go check on Og instead. Um, and now it goes to the bird's turn, where the bird flies up and over and begins to attack at Klika with a beak. I imagine I don't have disadvantage for any odd reason nobody can throw at me. Nope. The bird does take 10 damage from Booming Blade. It's, it's, it's not odd. It's two very specific abilities that I have. You gotta tell me about this booming blade business, man. I would have just hucked feathers at you. <laughs> so you know what? It does. It just it it slashes at you once. Notices that happens. It ducks away, realizing it might die. And oh, can I get an opportunity attack on it then? <laughs> no, because I have flyby, bitch. So with that, it throws one of its feathers in from thirty foot range. What's your armor class? 21. Okay, so it misses with that, and it instead throws one in at the inflatable tube. And look at that. The tube doesn't give me disadvantage. The tube's just a big dumb tube. And it cuts straight through it, and lets out a violent hissing noise as compressed air starts leaking out violently, and it starts whipping Klika around their stupid monkey feet like some (laughs) little sausage rodeo. And the bird squaws in delight. So I asked you now, Anton, what do you do? really feel like you're taking these characters and taking a part of you and putting them into them. And it's it's really helping me get to the, the scene. You. No, I'm just kidding. So the- it makes the combat <laughs> feel a lot more personal. Yeah, that's what everybody misses. <laughs> when Dan anyway. gets spiteful. <laughs> So, Anton, you got a clear shot, and it's moved away from the tubes. What would you like to do? I don't know if another fireball would be worth it, just because it's been beating all my decks. I'll say uh, this much. 60s. It is tattered remains flying around, and attacking the tube was a last-ditch effort. So maybe I'll just hit it with a scorching ray. I you think I'll do that. Come on, Ronnie. I don't have that many soul slots. I don't want to waste the fireball. Ronnie, you know how this game works. There's one combat and then there's nothing. I'm going for Scorching Ray. Ronnie. What happens when you miss each time? You know what? Go ahead. Roll it. You know what? You're, you're a jerk, Dan, because you literally made me just miss every fucking roll. Like, did an 18 hit? No, this no, is what I said. You could have done Why did you guaranteed. You could have done guaranteed damage. I didn't want to. I mean, it. I'll let you take it back and do the fireball. I don't care that much. No, especially it's because defeating. you've made it such a point throughout the whole combat that you weren't going to throw a fireball because you were afraid of it hitting things. And now that the thing whipped a feather through one of the tubes and the plane's going to start going down, and the thing scooted just far enough back. I mean, I think cinematically it makes sense. Anton's been calling the shot the whole time, waiting to throw it. I guess. I mean, I threw I threw one already at the beginning. Oh. And they dodged deftly, and now you have a second chance for it, and you're like almost aiming it a little better, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. I'm just saying. I thought it would be a cool way to end it. Guess. Do it. I- Take your losses, man. You can you can do rules as written. You can play as the dice have rolled, but. 
No, I'll just, I'll just do fireball. It's just, it's, it's really kind of a waste because it, I don't think it's going to do that much damage at the end of the day. Well, it's guaranteed damage at the end of the day, too. Yeah, that's shit. Um, 33 divided by two. I didn't even pass. What did it, what's the saving throw? Oh, it's 15. I did get a 24. Yeah. So I, I do take this. All right. All right. Would you calm down? I'm letting you redcon and kill the thing. No matter what. You said 33 divided by two? Yeah. That's a hot 17. So that's enough to kill it. Did Anton have any choice words before killing it? No, I think he's more concerned about the plane going to fall. Not plane, whatever it is. <laughs> Flying boat. I think he's more concerned with that. I know. I started saying I plane at one it. point. I think he just wants it to get out of the way. All right. So with that, the bird gets engulfed by the explosive flame of the illuminator and the boat continues to hurtle towards the ground as the air starts leaking out. Klika, hanging on on this inflatable sausage rodeo, is holding on for dear life. And that is where we're going to end it. Hey everyone, I want to thank you all for listening to another episode of the podcast. It really means a lot to me to have everybody listening in. And if you have anything you'd like to say, any comments or anything like that, shoot me a tweet over at ygrognard on Twitter, or you can even send me an email at younggrognard at gmail.com. I look forward to everything you guys have to say, and it's always a pleasure to engage with anybody listening to the show. And as always, be sure to keep things... Dungeons.